Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight, my co-host with the most... Wade Cobson on Pots and Pans. Hello, Ginge. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. <laughs> it's a bit loud, a bit, a bit high this, tonight. Oh, I'm making up Is it because for... you're trying to, to reach up to the level of our special guest well, who's joining us tonight? Because he's a tall guy. Yeah. Special hello to Mr... Nick Scottney. How are you, big fella? I'm not bad. How are you yourself? Good. Good to have you on the podcast. Thanks oh, for coming great in to tonight. Be here. You're such a um, you're such a nice bloke. You're accommodating bloke. That's I, a lie. I bailed up today and I went, "What are you doing tonight?" And you're like, uh, "Nothing." They changed my shift at work. Why? And I was like, "Come down. Hop on the podcast. I'll run away and hide." Podcasting. You get to come and swear. I get to swear. I do that anyway. You could say yeah. Canada if you wanted to. No, Canada. he's not allowed to say oh. that, that word. We get in trouble for that word. Well, he's the host. He should be able to do whatever. He, I mean, he's, he's the guest. He's, he's, like, do... he's replaced me already. Well, I mean, you know, if, if he stood in front of you, I wouldn't be able to see you. No, because yeah. he's tall. You're tall. You're awfully tall. How, how tall are I'm you? Two meters fourteen. Don't ask me what that is in feet, because everyone tells me something different. Massive. That's what it is. That's massive. That's fucking huge. Really huge. So what is he, Ginji? Fucking huge. Uh, I wonder what you are in cubits. I'm not sure in cubits, but apparently I'm on stilts. Oh, uh, yeah? Is that what people think? Everyone comes in. They say, ah, oh, you on stilts? Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm on stilts. <laughs> Why would I wear fucking stilettos to work? That's it. Yeah. I uh, I got to make mention of the fact you are an artist. You're yeah. also a fantastic prop maker. No, thank you. you you've got a wicked uh, t- eye for, for for design and, and the stuff fun like stuff. That. The fun stuff you do. You make funky, cool stuff. I do indeed. And you, um, but of course, doesn't pay the bills. Most like most creative pursuits, unfortunately. So you work uh, in the f- in uh, in like film. Yes, on the retail film. end of it, the cinema side of it, cinema side of things. Yes. That's right, cinema. I get to clean up after everyone. <laughs> it sounds like fun. You're also a projectionist and stuff as well. Yes, I yep, do. And I get to play around with it and make your movie a horrible experience. Yes, actually, you know, I, I must admit, when I, I can always tell when you're on because the movies run perfect when you're on. Oh yes, <laughs> not do. like those bastards that buddy leave the focus out of out of whack or don't, the, the the don't as- come across properly. The aspect ratio is all fucked up. No, that's me. I do that on purpose. It's like, you oh, do that in there. You like oh, Todd sitting in there? I'm just going to fuck with so, him. Uh, uh, uh. Fuck with his movie experience. That's what you're going to do. Aren't so it? You paid your money. You got to enjoy it now. Yeah, you, you get like the best thing about um, you working at the cinema. You get to dress up for premieres and stuff like that. Now, I've been to a number of them, um, like the press releases and all that kind of stuff, the yeah. pr- press premiere, whatever you want to yeah, call them. Yeah, we always see your ugly mug there. You do. and um, <laughs> Somehow like, you always manage to go along to those press release ones. I know, yes. because I'm special. special. You mooch. Um, no, people just love me. I'm a local uh, Z-list celebrity, uh, apparently. Ginger's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got that funny look on his face. He's like, Z, keep going. Keep going. Um, but big fella, I, I got to see you. Look, this was fantastic. I'm a massive Harry Potter nut. And the last Harry Potter film... That was fun. You got to, you dressed up as Hagrid. Yes, I did. You I got the height for that, too. You, so did, that you, you looked the part. You had a bit of padding around you. You had the big beard and, and the hair and everything else. Which, and that was so damn hot, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> what really got me, though, you didn't just walk... You didn't just dress up and, and kind of for the sake of, of, of just looking the part. You put on the accent and everything else. Can oh, you do a little bit for me? Come on. Little Harry... Oh, excuse me. Do it again, do it again. It's gone. Oh, he's lost it. Hello there, Harry. Oh, it was so funny. And he's walking through the cinema going, Have you got your 3D glasses? All right there, everyone there. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Don't you spill that popcorn or I'll kick it up your ass. <laughs> oh, was was, that one, though, wasn't as fun when we did the part one in Cairns. Really? Dressed as Voldemort for that one. Flat nose, everyone did all the makeup, but that's much more fun being a villain, telling people to put their phones away and everything else in the cinema. You know, it is more fun playing a villain. Oh, yes. I, all, uh, all the actors say that as well. Yeah, because yeah. they get to really just unleash. Ham it up. I, um, I played the devil. Uh, <laughs> no, you played yourself. Uh, yeah, well, pretty much. I channeled myself. It was Lou, the, uh, the head of Hell, Hell Incorporated, a few um, Halloweens ago, and we ran a, a, a night for, for my retail business, Kaboom Comics. 
And um, Ginger, you remember that night? And I, I do. actually, I Nick, do. you did the horns for me. You oh, made yes. these great little um, uh, latex horns. You put on my head, and uh, you did all the makeup for me and everything else. I didn't mean we just needed to split the skin and bring the real horns out. Yeah, that was pretty much. <laughs> we had to buff the real ones back. Um, but that was <laughs> that was a really fun night. It and, was good. Uh, I just let loose. As as Lou, no, no, uh, you held back a little bit because there were little kids there. there. there I could see you were, holding back that yeah, night. Yeah, I, I didn't get to go as crazy, but uh, when the kids weren't around, I got to to, to let slip and and uh, have a bit of fun. But it was great being able to play like the devil, essentially, and you know, not have to worry about uh, you know. That's it. It's being the, a good guy. The, the good guy. It's fun being a good guy, but yeah, the bad guys you get away with a lot more. You do, don't you? It's yeah. fun. You ever well, played a bad guy, Ginge? Um. No, you want to, though, but I, 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 when I was playing Buster the Clown in this Tropfest film this uh, late last year, late last year, you were he, good he, too he, as a clown. He, he, <laughs> he was. No, a, I'm not being a smart ass. Like honestly, Ginger played. Quick rundown. Um, Buster was an, an, an amnesiac clown. Yeah, who used to put needles through balloons yep. without making them pop. And he forgets, doesn't he, how yeah, to do it? He, he, there's some sort of, some, uh, sort of crazy cl- uh, circus explosion, and he has amnesia. So now he's, he's, tries, he's forever trying to do it. No he one knows what he's trying balloons. to do. Yeah, People yeah. think he's just popping balloons for the sake of popping balloons. Being a horrible one to all the kids and, and stuff. And I'll tell you what, Ginge played an amnesiac clown, balloon-popping clown, to a right? You'd swear he was born for the role. But what, I enjoyed, what I enjoyed about the character is that the character was... Kind of a little bit, uh, you know how like Mr. Bean is not necessarily a bad guy, but he's like a child. He's like an anarchist. He he finds the craziness and stuff and doesn't necessarily do it the way it's supposed to be. Or quite understand what he's doing. Yeah. (laughs) And and I think Buster was kind of like, because I always remember this one scene where I'm brushing, where he, well, he, I am (laughs) brushing my teeth, right? Yeah. And, um... Uh, he, he doesn't. He's got the toothbrush in one hand, the toothpaste in the other hand, and doesn't know how to turn the tap off. So he uses his chin to turn the tap off, and then when he's done, um, uh, uh, spits out the water. Yeah. And instead of spitting it into the sink, just spits it o- over the the mirror, and then looks at his hands and goes, "Oh, well, I'll just throw, just throw them away." Yeah. And I thought it's just fun because you get to do stuff that if you did in real life, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble if I do this. I'm not allowed. Yeah, he channeled it really well. As I said, like, uh, you're not, you don't get in front of the camera much, do you? You're no. You're behind. But you know what? I think I sh- probably should. As a clown more often. Well, you make a great clown. Make a not, great clown. Not you as a clown, clown, clown I reckon. As, as a few <laughs> different characters, I think, maybe. So I'm, I'm happy to step more behind the camera nowadays with the directing side of things and, and uh, on the day because... It, you know, we've always, for years, Ginge, from high school right through all our little short films, it's always been me having to get in front of the camera because we were short on actors or yeah, something that's right. like that. And I get a kick out of it sometimes, but uh, as you're a bit old, you just want to kind of be behind the camera. If you got there, but we'd miss all those expressions. I do have a lot of expressions. Oh, that's and, how, expressions. and no one else has got a, an expressive face like you do. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because <laughs> you, you, you'll, you'll pull a face and then all of a sudden... It's comedy. Yeah. yeah. And know? it's not over thank the top you. either. Oh, why, thank you. Uh, no. No, look, this is not a smoke session <laughs> but, 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 um, but to be honest, the only reason all of us get in front of the camera so often is because, well, we find it hard to get actors that want to get in front of the camera. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of actors you know, we've worked with over time where uh, you know them on a personal level and you're like, they're so funny. Like, they're great. They'll be great for a co- comedy movie. And we'll, we'll, we'll do a movie. And as soon as, they, as soon as they rock up on set, the day they rock up on set... Yep. They don't act themselves, which is funny. They they try and channel this this character or whatever else, and they lose. Yeah, they the become comedy, this the dead serious actor. actor and oh yeah, and like they're trying to they become an actor trying to play 
someone funny instead of just being themselves, like channeling themselves. And that's what's disappointed me a couple of times. Which, um, with us, we're just ourselves. <laughs> we're just ourselves. Like, you know, you get me on there, I might throw on an accent or something like that, but um, usually, the most of the time, it's just me. Being devil me. from hell. Yeah, devil from <laughs> Creepy hell. Creepy clowns. And or a guy, um, was it a guy uh, getting electro-shocked? Yeah. On a game show. That, he, that, that he didn't know was a, a game show. Didn't know, but it was good. That was a good movie. Interrogation. Well, I think a it lot was of a brilliant one. That one. Hey? Indie Mogul. Was brilliant. That one. Yeah, yeah. Indie, Indie Mogul. Mogul thought it was a great film. I love we, Indie Mogul. We yeah. got a shout out on Indie Mogul. That's pretty damn. And they actually said about the acting, which I, I was a bit chuffed with. Yeah. So you know, I can actually add award-winning actor to my resume. Yeah, I took out uh, best individual performance last year for that. So well done. Round of yes. applause. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. My uh, contract's going to go up through the roof now. Uh, you can't afford to me on six on bucks an hour. What, you get paid to do geek speak? What the fuck? Um, anyway, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, to bring up cinema and everything else. Now, you yeah. get to see chunks of movies, but so often we start talking about a movie and you're like, I've seen three quarters of it when you, you're walking in doing checks or up That's in the booth. It. I and walk in, you see the end of it before you've actually gotten to see you know, the rest of it. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's painful sometimes. How often do you get to actually sit down, though, and watch a movie oh. that you want to watch? Uh, you know? Well... Once upon a time ago, they used to have opening screenings for... Yeah, we used to have, when we had, before the age of digital came in, we actually used to have the 35mm prints, which yep. actually wasn't that long ago. And we could run a print through, and we did it often just to make sure the print was good, otherwise you're going to start a big brand new movie, and it'd look terrible. Opening day yeah. and the yeah, print's and not Yeah, and the last thing you want is like halfway through, we'd actually get, we had one time, Japanese subtitles came up, because they all come in separate spools. Yeah. Join them all together, we had halfway through like spool three, suddenly had Japanese subtitles. Wow. Came up on the film, and you're like, ooh, better get a new one for that one. Yep. But yeah, we used to, that was half the time the staff would only get to really watch films then. Before you'd at least. So, what, is, so how does that change with digital? Why can't they do it now with digital? Digital, all those projectors up there, the digital ones, we get like hard drives and stuff that are sent in. They've got keys that lock them to a certain time. Yep. And but every projector itself is linked up to the big guys down south. Uh, and so they, they can tell every, every single keypad that you push, anything that you do on it. So if you play a movie outside of a session, we get in trouble. Wow. Oh. Mm, so we can't even check them anymore to make sure that even the digital ones are all right. Screw you, digital. You're taking the fun out of everything. Oh, I, I miss lacing up. Those old 35 mils were fun. Yep. That's There's it. an art to it too, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, there was. And it's, it was great just having something physical in your hand. And it was a lot easier to fix a broken 35 mil than Look, these are broken digital. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything like that. But, I mean, you know, you're the same age as, as uh, Ginger and I. And, and I want to ask, do, do you miss the good old days of when going to a movie was an experience? When, you, when you know, it wasn't just a matter of just rocking up, sitting in a darkened room now, like it is now, and idiots on phones and talking. And I don't know, yeah. I, to me, oh, looking back with rose-coloured glasses, I guess, but people used to be more behaved. A, a, a movie was an experience. That's right. That's it. You know, yeah. and and you you went to watch a movie on the big screen because. Well, back then you had to wait months and months and months for it to come out of VHS or something like that. Even when it first was doing DVDs Even when it first doing DVDs. You'd have like half a year before it. And not only that, like your, your, your home TV wasn't as great an experience, whereas yeah. today... You've you got know, huge screens, Dolby surround, surround sound, sound in your own place, even Blu-ray. 3D TV. Yeah. So, no, yeah, miss that. Did you that. miss it? Um, that's what, like... There's a few of us up there that are still trying to hold on to that and bring that experience back. That's why we get dressed up and have activities and why we'll have dinosaurs in the foyer in a couple of months, which we're looking forward to. For uh, Jurassic Park 3D. Yes, it's 20th anniversary release. Nice. And you're actually Getting doing old. You're doing some props for that release? <laughs> yes. For, for We've got here. two full-size raptors. Hopefully, we'll be finished in time. Yep. And a couple of little dinosaurs and things. And Sweet. hopefully, we will have the gates. <laughs> oh, cool. nice. That'll be so cool. See, that, that's something I'd go along for. Mm. 
When, when, you, when you walk into the foyer and you see stuff like that, it's, that's more of an experience. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, you look around and go, oh. But day to day, like, um, you just don't, you, you know, there's not a lot there to drag you along. And, and, and to be honest. The cost today, too. Well, and the, the biggest reason I don't want to go to the cinema anymore is because of idiots. Yep. Yeah, it turned, uh, like, turned me right off it. Like, I mean, I, I'm not, this isn't a reflection upon you or oh, for totally the staff <laughs> of, the, of the cinemas. But I guess they just the the ushers just don't have the amount of time to stay in the cinema no. as a deterrent for people to not do Half the wrong stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've also changed their policies now too, where we can't even reprimand people for half the stuff they do anymore, <sighs> which is just. It's getting bad. Like now. if I, I, I can imagine that if I was a teenager and I did this the stuff, you know, on the phone or, or talking or carrying on, that you know, You'd people in the cinema would chuck the <laughs> shit. No, the days, though, like anyone only like when we were a kid. If someone gave you the dirty look, the whole evil eye, if they went, mm, you know, and gave you the, you, you kind of went, oh shit. You know? Yeah, yeah oh, you're like, oh, I you probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Today, you can actually turn around and say to people, "Would you stop doing that?" And they're just like, "Fuck off! Why should I?" And well, I've actually we've chucked a couple of people. We, we get sneak ins all the time, and you get ones that are like five and six years old and what? they're swearing at you and they give you lip and you can't touch them you can't do anything because uh, they know it yep. and it's just like where do you learn that language <laughs> this kind of scares, you know, upsets me but you know what I'd love to see I'd love to see a renaissance of cinema mm. but I'd like you know the old fashioned kind of where you had your ushers dressed up you know, in those, in, in those like like at Movie World, how they used to be in the, the old usherette uniforms and things like yeah, that. With the, the big hat. buttons and the, there's a cinema in Britain we found, and we so want to bring it here. And this is like one of my dreams is to actually set up went, a if, proper theatre. Money is no option. This money is, no option. This is my thing. Well, even money is an option. I can find a way around it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a cinema in Britain that it's gone back to old fashioned. It was an old building at the front. It was gutted for a warehouse. Yeah, they went back and redid the whole thing to make it look like an old sort of. 20s styled sort of cinema and you know I'd like to have it with the ticket little ticket office well, at the got, front with the they've lights got little one there yeah, that's for right. information booth like yeah. you can't actually have someone in there so they have an information booth in there instead and yeah you go and you buy stuff but the best part is they've got a rule and it's plastered everywhere no mobile phones allowed in the cinemas like at all yeah, they've got yeah, lockers I think I've seen this they have yeah. like, like your rail station lockers wow. yeah, it's all free to use you can put your thing in there like your mobile phone in there and then you get it when you, the movie's yeah. finished and the thing is if you get caught in there with the mobile phone you get it confiscated and you're ejected from the cinema you get the phone back at the end of the day yep. I thought oh, and they, they had a big uproar about it apparently to start with but it's settled right in and nobody complains everyone's like I, yeah. would, I would frequent that cinema yeah there's I, got a lot of people in a heartbeat. I always thought I mean you know if I won the lotto and millions of dollars and stuff like this actually you only need a couple hundred thousand dollars I oh, guess yeah. to set up an indie cinema right two screens uh, that's all you need you well can, you, you just one cinema if you wanted to own a building you'd look at a couple of mil well that's yeah. right but yeah. I, I always thought wouldn't it be cool if you had sort of those suits the long sort of red trench coats with the big uh, gold or brass buttons yeah, yeah. Um, the people, the, the the ladies that are selling chocolates and that are wearing the the uh, the old navy kind of oh, hats. Yeah, and that yeah. Sort of they stuff. tried that with the whole um, candy stripes sort of stuff for yeah. the event cinemas. Yeah, but it didn't work that well. They didn't really plan it out too well because they've got white uniforms. Oh, okay. The guys, which that doesn't work when you're chalk topping and everything yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you thought it through, you'd be like, yeah. hey, no, you know, what, you know what I've always hated, especially at cinemas today. Whereas, I, you know, I miss it from the old days. You should have a separate ticket office and yes. a separate con- uh, concession stand because 
Uh, I went to one in Brisbane a few years back out at uh, Red Bank, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And um, same, th- th- they had, here's where you get your tickets. Yep. You go around the corner into the, into the cinema, there's a candy bar there. Because I'm yep. the kind of guy, most of the time, I don't buy drinks or I don't buy no, candy. No. See, we, they used to have that here. They've actually got it in cans too, only in the busy times. We found that it, in Toowoomba it doesn't work that well. That's why they got rid of it here. Yep. And it was because people, there were more people complaining about having to line up twice than there were about people lining up, having to get tickets and candy oh, bar from okay. the thing. Because, is... yeah, Cairns was the same. We had a separate box office I, on the busy times. I went to one of the largest cinemas in, uh, in well, the, well, it's in the UK, the largest one in the UK, I think it is. It's in Glasgow. It's, it's a multi-storey building up, right? And each level is a one or two cinemas. Um, and, 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 like, you might have two smaller ones on this floor, and then the next one will be a Sen Stadium, and then another two smaller ones, and then a Sen Stadium. Wow. We're nice. talking multiple stories, right? But the thing is, you walk at the bottom, uh, you've got, uh, like, a, a row of, of, of ticket booths, like, mm-hmm. you know, windows. You go and see a real person get a ticket. Or you've got a bank of machines, and if you've got a card, swipe it through, and yep. it's touchscreen. I want a, a, this session... Uh, for this movie, two adult tickets, swipe your card, it takes your money, it prints out your tickets, and then there's escal- uh, escalators yep. or a lift, and you can go up the escalators to whichever level you're on. Each level... Has someone there. Had its own candy bar. Nice. Right? Before you get to the cinema part, wow. you've got your own candy bar and a set of toilets on that level, mm-hmm. right? Um, some of the levels actually had a licensed bar kind yeah. of thing. So wow. if, like, like the gold class. Like the gold like class. So, and you walk through and, and I went to two movies there in, in Glasgow and uh, I'll tell you what, the most amazing movie experience I've had, modern, modern movie experience I've had in years. Wow. And um, the seating, like I said, a bit like Sen Stadium. Yep. Um, and curved. So the yeah. seating was, and I think Cur- the green the proper was Proper Sen Stadiums, those ones. Yeah. Whereas and Toowoomba, it says it was Sen Stadium, but it's not. To me, you got you got absorbed into the field, because the, cur- the kind of curve to the screen. Yeah, yep. you'll you have just, a good view no matter where yeah, you are. Yeah, you just kind of felt that you were... Yeah. Yeah, we had that in experience. one of our cinemas in Cairns, and it was burnt. Pain the butt to clean, but it was really good to sit yep. in and watch a movie. They weren't carpeted floors either. They were like painted cement or, or a, like a, almost a rubbery kind of type thing. Yeah. Which yeah. I reckon it would have be, to be a rubbery type thing, or else the sound would bounce too echo much. Yeah, well, it must have been like, yeah, I think it was rubber. But what, what struck me was I, th- I was thinking of you, you poor bugger, when I was over there. I'm thinking someone like Nick or whatever else would love this because it'd be so easy to clean compared to carpeted cinema. You, you just get out the spray hose at the top and spray it down. Spray it down. down. <laughs> yeah. At or the end got, of the night. Do you remember the, the big cinema that, that used to be here in Russell Street? The sports club? This, where the sports club is yeah. now. And I remember as a kid, you know, 1992, walking up the steps to it and this huge screen. It, to me, it felt like it was, it was the size of a football there. field. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know? And... Uh, when I went and saw Young Einstein there, and at the oh, very back. the very beginning where he goes, and that's the title, Young Einstein up on the screen, and I'm sitting there going, "Holy shit, that's big!" I, you know, um, it I, just encapsulated your vision, it, 180 it, it, degrees. It had different levels too. It did, wasn't it? Yeah. You came through a different part. That, just, that old cinema, which was um, it was known as the Strand for a long time, which it then was when they read, five cinema five, and, but it was also known as the Strand for a long time, and yeah. because they uh, then when they did the original Strand back up, the name changed. Yeah. But it was also the Coronet for a long time, the Coronet yes. Theatre. Um, but I went to my first ever movie there. My brother took me along to see Ghostbusters 2. No, mine was there too. It was Beauty and the Beast. Was it? it there was. you go. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 for me. My brother took me along. He's, there's 10 years between us. Um, and he got me thinking of milk bottles. 
the, the lollies and I'm sitting there there's a bit in there where Slimer comes up and I'm really hooking in I'm, I'm sitting there throwing these milk bottles down going this is a great movie and there's a bit where um, Slimer just pops up from the bottom of the screen and I've gone and thrown my milk bottle lollies all over my brother he's like I'll fucking take you anywhere but out <laughs> you know <laughs> we can't take you anywhere now no, anyway so. I'm like that yeah it's ginger so he gets coke over him and everything if I get a bit ex- <laughs> if, I get a bit ex- if I get a bit excited I, there's popcorn flying everywhere and yeah, well, I'm like steady Eddie in a bath Tub. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, he wrote that joke, so he's he allowed to say it. I'm, I'm paying homage to Steady Eddie. Homage. That's right. Anyway, um, I want a big long segue here, but I want to get into it. Um, I got to go and see Hansel and Gretel last week. Yeah, don't ruin it for me. I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah, I'm I haven't, say, I've, that's the one movie I have yet to not watch. But suppose you haven't so. said, well, I'm going to say this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting a lot of negative reviews and stuff around the place. I can't understand why Look, people e- would be negative against every this movie. Per- from, uh, from Monday to, to right now, I've been asking people. People as they come in, have you seen it? Yes, yep. Yeah. And it's all based on one thing. What? No, most the, their, but, negati- their negativity towards it, I think, is all based no, on one no, thing. No, I was going to say the people I'm talking to are yeah. loving it. Oh, okay. And they're not. They're, they're like, I don't see why people, are, you know, are being negative about it. And um, I said, Did, was it everything you, you know you expected? Everyone said the same thing to me. They went. I didn't expect much of it. See, that's, that's it. Everyone who's enjoying it. it's going in saying, oh, I didn't expect much from it. It's, you know, one of those popcorn sort of movies. Yes, exactly. I Everyone who's coming out of it has off. been negative, has been like, oh, you know, it was all this and this. And- yeah, the, the, the one person that I'd spoken to said, oh, I didn't much like it because there was no plot. Um, it's Hansel and Gretel, witch hunters. There's, <laughs> there's your plot. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They hunt witches. It's like, it's like, it's like Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. hunter. <laughs> Were you well, expecting anything else? If you enjoyed Abraham, uh, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, you'll enjoy this. If you liked Van Helsing with um, Hugh Jackman, yeah. you'll like this. Yeah. This one's pretty much the MA version of Van Helsing. Pretty much. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah. swearing and more blood. There is, uh, and Jeremy Renner's got a couple of great throwaway lines. There's a classic line in there where he, um, they go into the, the, the woods, there's the candy house. This is like years after him, him being a kid there and escaping it yep and he's like you gotta be fucking shitting me right <laughs> and he's got this young bloke with him who wants to be a like a trainee witch hunter yep and he turns to me and goes whatever you do don't eat the fucking candy, candy. And I just sat there and I just grinned I was like that's fucking cool like you know it's 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 kind of the yippee ki yay motherfucker or get these motherfucking snakes on oh, the motherfucking plane have you, kind have, of line have you seen that some reviews have come out about it for uh, what uh, Good Day to Die Hard mm. Mm. why I haven't read any oh, but, but I've again? seen the ti- I've, been, I've seen the titles of once these reviews again, fuck the reviews because I will love it for what it is that's it well you look at a lot of movies that come out, everyone bags out, and then you go watching, like, it was good. People, I enjoyed people, it. People um, knocked Expendables 2. Oh, what the fuck, man? Yeah, they they can go. Go. It was a rubbish film. I'm like, what did you expect? <laughs> it's got yeah. every 80s action, action star, star in it. it. You know, Slice to Lane mumbling his way through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Is Norris? Oh, man. That, 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 when he comes walking out up. of the smoke, and you go, fuck yeah, this is the movie I wanted to see. Yeah, and, I, and I just want to see something where you go, okay, unscrew the brain. That's it. You go, throw it in the toilet like, for an no, hour and a half. I, fl- I always say, I flick the switch, sit down, and, and I call them popcorn movies. It's the kind of movie well, you sit there, eat popcorn, and just enjoy yourself. Movie 43. It's getting the same yeah, sort I of one. Yeah. It's... From the few bits I have seen in it, there's some really good bits, but oh man, if you really like your gross out humour and stuff, and like, which I do, which that's it. I can't understand how people are disli- disliking it. We got a lot of people going in expecting it to be this big, massive movie just because it's got all the celebrities, but some of the stuff those celebrities are doing in these movies is brilliant. Jared yeah. Butler is a, as a leprechaun. I want to see that. He's actually two leprechauns. We oh, found out. Really? He gets to play a couple of them in there. He's a great actor, Jared. Uh, yeah, and the amount of people like big names that are in that's it. it. Well, Walked in one scene. I won't spoil it for anyone. We've got like Kate Winslet and Hugh Jackman playing yeah. like a very serious scene. But there's one bit in there that's 
Not quite right? Not quite right, but they play through it. Like Hugh Jackman plays it dead straight the whole way through. I'm thinking, that's that's Um, it. (laughs) I just want to get back to Hansel and Gretel real quick. Um, I, as I say, went into it, switched the brain off, came out of it. I liked it. I'm actually going to give it four and a half out of five. Uh, That's my GeekSpeak rating. Now, um, to the fans out there, if you liked Van Helsing, if you liked Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, ditch the negative uh, reviews around it. Go watch it for yourself. If you like those kind of movies, you're going to enjoy it. Okay? So do it. Spend the money. Go watch it. See it. Enjoy it. Don't listen to the naysayers. Bugger them all, I reckon. Did you end up going along and watching it? You didn't have to watch it in 3D either, did you? I went to uh, one 2D session a day up here. Yep. Uh, I'll have to to try and find that one day. Apparently, um, the 3D is really good for it. It's not bad Uh, in 3D. No. Some of the the flying effects. Really didn't didn't enjoy um, Lord of the Rings in in, in, Sorry, The Hobbit Hobbit. in 3D. (laughs) There's a um, a troll. They didn't have blood splats in that one. I just got to put it in there. There's a troll. You're not trolling, are you? No, no. Trolling. Trolling. Um, troll. 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 We're going to talk about that in a second. We've yeah. had a couple of trolls uh, lately. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. There's a troll in there. And as soon as I saw this troll on the screen, I'm like, fuck, old mate's face looks familiar. It's reminding me of someone. And it took me a while. Like, I'm sitting there and like he'd come back on the screen. I'm like, that troll really reminds me of someone. You know who it looked like? Yeah. Brent Tate, the footballer, the rugby league player. <laughs> I he have big, seen a, a little screenshot. Yeah, the big chin, the no, and I'm sitting there going, "Is that the Tatey. big hunch thing that carries the basket?" Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like a tr- like a massive version of Brent Tate, the football player. So there you go. Anyone who's not an Australian, yeah, uh, now that you mention it, get that reference. But anyway, any of those you got a whole people out there now googling his face, going, "Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> look at this too." Anyway, there you go. So, but uh, four and a half out of five. Go along and check it out. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, Hansel? which hunter? In 3D? Which Hunters. <laughs> it is in 3D. I haven't seen it. I saw it in 2D, but you might want to watch it in 3D if you're into that kind of thing. thing. How long do you think 3D is going to last, Nick? Oh, that's tricky. That Some of the movies that are coming out lately, you're like, ooh, it's a fad. But it's, it's almost like they, they slap 3D on it to try and... That's it. Okay, oh, wow, it's in 3D. That'll, that'll, that'll encourage people, people in, to come watch it. Which a lot of it is actually turning people off. You yeah. get more yeah. people to the 2Ds. But then you get movies, things like... Like Avatar was big because it was I guess immersive. it was the, it was the first one, wasn't yeah. it? You know? Judge Dredd last year, uh, I saw it in three D and it took me out of the experience. Yeah, um, that's I it. There's it some of them that are they're throwing it out. It's things like with the upcoming Oz, the Great and Powerful. Yeah, they've gone through and tried to make it more like you are in it. Like yeah. you feel like you're actually part. Yeah. of That the world. I can't wait to see Oz, Great and Powerful. Can't yeah. wait to see. I mean, it. Even things great. like bringing back some of the old movies into 3D you're like ooh I saw Beauty and the Beast last that year one in, um, in was 3D, actually really was. good yeah, yeah. I'm did... not a big Disney fan I got dragged along to it by a certain someone and um, uh, yeah let's say I wouldn't do that again um... <laughs> and what about the movie hey yeah well oh, the movie was fine but the person I was with oh, but uh, 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 <laughs> remember when we went and saw uh, Ghost Rider 2 and it was in 3D I really felt that it shouldn't have been in 2D because the way it was shot. It was because for the, a 3D movie. Because yeah. the, the camera angles were so dynamic and, you know movie and did, really like, quick pacing. A movie I did enjoy in 3D was um, the, the new Musketeers movie. Three that Musketeers, one actually, that yeah, out, that was really good. The way they filmed it with the camera angles and everything else, it yeah. was awesome. Like, you, yeah, they'd do a, a sword shot and it really did. Would come through. Yeah. yeah Other than, out. like, you know, the last parts of the Caribbean where... It, the, it was a beautiful movie in 2D. Yeah. But the moment it, the 3D was kind of thrown in. We didn't in. see it in 3D, did we? I, I, I saw it twice. I saw it in 3D and once in 2D. It okay. was better in the 2D. Uh, it was, there actually, was yeah, like yeah. one movie that we actually looked at and thought, you know, like some movies you look and go, wow, that actually would have been good in 3D, was Sucker Punch. 
Have you ever seen that one on the big screen? No, I don't. Let's not talk about Sucker Punch. You don't like I, was, Sucker Punch? I was pretty sure I, I missed dropping LSD at the right time to, to understand Sucker Punch. You, you, you forgot, like in Spy, Spy Kids 3D, Ooh. how you had to pull the 3D glasses on at certain <laughs> times and take them off at certain times. I think you didn't take the red pill when you were no, supposed I'm to take it at the beginning. I'm fucking sure it is. Zack Snyder <laughs> threw me for a loop with that one. Um, at, least it, at least it wasn't as bad as, as well. Uh, Just... War of the World. Oh, wait, no, let's not talk about that. Uh, moving on from movies for a second, because you brought up trolls, and I just want to... Have you ever been trolled? Trolled. Nick? Trolled. Oh, probably and not even noticed it. You know, <laughs> like, we've only ever had um, very limited experiences with people trolling us, you know, yeah. and I don't get the whole thing. I'm like, kind of, what, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of guy, if, you, you know, if I've got a problem with someone, I send them a message or, or I ring them you do or it I do it face to, to face and just yeah. kind of go, oh, or, you pull your fucking head in or something like or that. Or you bite your tongue. Yeah, you yeah. just, because, you know, uh, if you can't give good, give good criticism, don't give anything. Um, or if you're not willing to back up your criticism. Back it up <laughs> or something like that. But we, um, we got trolled, uh, what, the last week? Last week, last over the last weeks. week, one, one, yeah, once or twice over the last couple of weeks, we've been we've been trolled, and I've it's been a new experience to me because I just kind of I, I tap into the whole thing of kill them with kindness. That's it. Uh, I was always taught that you know, like um, kill them with kindness that irks people more if they don't get a big rise out of you. That's it. When you like you look at them, and you're just smiling back at them. They're like, yeah, oh. like when they say something negative about your stuff, and you go, "Well, thanks very much thanks for, for your uh, for your input. You we'll can try and do criticism. better next time." Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, I like I just found it really really funny because like most. Most times, if we've ever had um, feedback from fans, and, and I'll be honest, we, we got a, a fair bit of feedback at the end of last year, uh, which prompted some of the changes we've made with the program, with hosts and everything else. We, we got uh, feedback. And the podcast, and the podcast remember, too. In the podcast, because um, there was a certain person on the podcast that a lot of listeners just, just couldn't handle. Um, they, they didn't like the, the particular person. But what they did, they did it to me the right way. They sent emails or messages via, via or phone calls or they came in and, and spoke to you face to face ones where it's not out yeah. in the public view and, and they, they just kind of went look you know um, love what you do but you know we don't like this this and this and so it was kind of like oh fantastic and we consciously then took that on board had a look at it once you get you know a few fee- bit of feedback it's it, the kind of thing it, it, it changed it wasn't a knee jerk reaction either it was pretty much a, we thought it out over like, uh, Christmas break how are we going to do different things this year and, and we took that, that criticism on board and, and you know when we recast we said to the crew then we went well this is feedback from people for for the last season and, and we want to do it different this way and we got their, their input as well yeah. and you know it made it a really collaborative it. And it, effort I guess yeah. and it, it brings everything out and makes it better but not a single one of those people oh, actually I lied there was one email that was a bit um, bit nasty uh, about about one of the, our hosts um, as it was a couple but the, I wouldn't say there was one that was particularly nasty anyway so that one I didn't really respond to but um, most of them were constructive criticism okay we, we never have, have just trolling but this trolling in the last couple of weeks it's just it's I don't get why people do and, it. Uh, it's the, uh, do the they like, not have a life? Do they? Because this guy. It's, it's also uh, the uh, internet gives yeah, they're a anonymous to people. Because it's it's anonymous. Well, it's not anonymous. This guy. Well, they was, think they are. This guy <laughs> was silly enough to use his real profile, and, and that shows the kind of caliber of wit we're dealing with. But um, you know, I, I end up. So we, we we responded in a you know uh, a nice fashion on the page and everything else and eventually I didn't, we end up having to block this guy because he just wouldn't give up he was just sending a few silly things through um, and it's the kind of thing normally we, we don't like to block people or anything like we had to um, but I ended up sending him a personal message on phone like I couldn't help it I just went I'm going to see this guy personal message because you know you could tick, tick it from me or, or, or the yeah. show and I said oh, I'll send him a and I wrote it quite nicely but I did put in there I, I, I called the person an oxygen thief 
Because I thought, this guy is an oxygen thief. He's silly enough. If he's got nothing better in his life to do than sit there and, and, and snipe from the sidelines at people. And he wasn't even giving constructive, constructive criticism. No. And he wasn't picking one part of the show or anything or one of our hosts. He was just kind of like, uh, she, he had a crack at our, at, at our new female host, Anna. And uh, it was just kind of, mate, pull your head in and just, um, if you don't like the show, don't watch it. It's, you know? it's not that hard. Yeah. So, but anyway, I just, uh, you've never experienced it before? Like I said, probably might have, just never noticed. I'm pretty oblivious sometimes. Yeah. So what? most of the time I'm just like, eh. You're like, eh, I've you never don't like anything. Did you, have you ever dealt with it with some of the other films you've worked um, on? Or? Yeah, little bits of it, but I, it's hard to accept that, that cri- well, criticism from people that have never done anything in their life. That's it. You know, like, you know, if, if a producer or director of, of, of some TV show or movies came to me and said, dude, that camera, ang- those camera angles or your sound or this or that. Is, you take it on board. I, I would you? take it on board and yeah. I'd go, well, thanks very much for pointing that out to me. I'll yep, do better. from your industry. And- that's, that's right. Like, but if someone, someone is just straight out of uni and says, oh, dude, your sound's a bit shit. I'm going, well, I, um, um, Let's see is it? Because um, you've got no- nothing on your YouTube page. And you know, like, I get where you're coming from. You know, like I mean, I've I've been in business uh, just short of ten years, and I've always said to customers, um, other business people that you know that I interact with, I'm like, give me some feedback. I mean, and I ask for it. I actively go, give me some feedback. Yeah. You know, yeah. and did, that, you, did you enjoy it helps this? Improve and all your stuff. When we've run events for Kaboom, uh, I've always kind of gone, well, you know, give me feedback on the night. You know, not not two two days later. Tell me, did you enjoy it? Or or the next morning, you know, was there anything that we could have done differently? And, and I always take that on board and grow. And that's, you know, I think that's something you've got to do. But um, if people want to ever send feedback, I love it. I thrive on fe- good feedback as long you, as it's constructive. And you know if there's something bad, you can work on it and you can yeah. change it. So that- We actually did that with, um, with an Australian uh, comic creator, pa- uh, Pat Purcell, when we reviewed Winter City the first time. Mm. And we got, uh, I read the first two issues, loved it, and read the third issue and went, hmm, this is this is a little something missing, and and I on the review on the on the podcast and everything else, I said, um, you know, I'm not being harsh or anything. I th- I think the art was a bit rushed in the third issue, and it's just I don't know the beautiful detail that sucked me in in the first two issues was just missing. Pat contacted me personally and said, "Mate, thank you for that feedback." And he said, and he said, then uh, you know, issue four will be a lot better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and sure enough, issue four was better. And he sent me a link a couple weeks ago for the uh, pencils for issue five. Yep. My God, blew me out of the water. So, yeah. like, they took that con- con- uh, constructive criticism and, and a bit of feedback. They took it and ran with it, and it's made the product better. That's it. Instead and of it slowly slipping away. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. and and for those people, because we've noticed a lot of people on YouTube at the moment are disabling comments, disabling thumbs up, thumbs down on their videos. Yeah. And you're like, well, you can't live your life with your head in the sand or, you know, like, you, you're not going to learn from anything. That's so if right. you, if yeah. you don't listen to all the negative sort of stuff, you're never going to actually improve on it. And That's right. Yeah. And there, there, was a thing, there was a thing that I saw on Facebook this week. It says, uh, I like all feedback, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I appreciate the good, learn from the bad, and laugh at the ugly. Yeah. No. And good. I think that just sums it up. You know, to a T, you know? So, people, um, yeah, just like, and this is the kind of thing, like, it's any industry, whether it be comics, movies, um, uh, you know, art, the art industry, uh, music, like the independent Theater. music scene, whatever it is here in Australia. Like, Australia's a small market for everything. Yeah, that's right. Support one another. Help mm. one another. Give feedback to one another. That's it. If and you don't the, like it, then... Yeah, if you don't like it, then switch it, it off. Well, do something yeah. else. Go and, you know, like, if you don't read a book, you don't like a particular book, well, don't buy the next one or, or whatever else, you know? You don't, don't be an anonymous idiot. 
um, just sniping from the sidelines and not offering anything constructive. So, yeah. and, and I'll put, flat out put it out there now. For our fans, if you ever want to contact us, feel free. Ginge, what's the email address? Yeah, geekspeakau at gmail.com. We will respond to you. If you send us an email, we'd love to hear from you. you, you know, and if, you've, if you, we love to hear nice things, obviously. But yeah. if you say, guys, I didn't like that podcast because Ginge said fuck three times in a row. And well, I'm I sorry. Like that. I'll Next stop saying I, I'm not saying Canada anymore. No, because I smacked <laughs> we, I, him. We I, got I've stopped saying Canada. People said we love the podcast, but Ginger says the C word too much, so I pull him aside and I said, dude, and I don't say Canada. He doesn't say it anymore. Um, <laughs> but email us, geekspeakau at gmail.com. Yep. Um, address it to you know, Todd and Wade or if whatever If really nice, you might get naked photos of Todd. Uh, yeah, send us um, <laughs> really? positive, you know, if, if, give us good feedback on the on the Facebook page, like, as in like constructive feedback, but don't be a troll. And if you want to be a troll, you're going to end up with Ginger and I on your doorstep with a baseball bat. We've all, um, we've all, seen, we've all seen Jay and Solomon, the end of Jay and Solomon, Solomon who wants back. some shit. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't, I, you know, like... Uh, as a summing up, it's pr- it's pretty much I don't see the benefit of trolling people unless they are doing it to make themselves feel good. Oh, I think that's that's it. It. if you put someone else down, when you just look make at some your of those ones that good. do the massive amounts of trolling and stuff. Like the moment someone turns it back on them, yeah. they either delete it or yes. they're like, you know, oh, I can't handle this. You know, you shouldn't be doing that sort of and stuff. And that's and that's what this person did. As soon as someone said, "I've seen what you do, and it's pretty shit house." And all of a sudden, they've gone, oh, you're a troll. And you're like, well, hang on. You did You that. just did the same thing to us, and we were, you know, perfectly yeah. happy not to that call was you a, a troll. party that made a comment to the guy. But anyway, I, I want to get <laughs> anyway, past You know what? Anyway. At the end of the day, be positive, people, and be happy. But don't be uh, trolls in your mother's basement, or uh, you'll get a visit from Ginge with a baseball bat. Uh, moving along, books, comic books. I got to read Batman 17 this week. Fucking stayed off Twitter, thank God, because Twitter, um, so many people... What, I don't know why people do this. Why people get on there and just have to spoil stories for everyone. Because it's you know? fun. And apparently. they didn't even put spoiler on it. Apparently, like, I had a couple of customers come in and they were like... They went for a three-day yeah. f- social media ban. They just went, I'm off f- Facebook, I'm off Twitter, I'm off whatever. Don't text me with anything. Because they were waiting for Batman 17 to hit this week. Yep. Um, I read it. Last night, loved it. Scott Snyder, what a, an amazing writer. Yeah. And um, some, some fans were pissed off um, with the way this took because they thought someone was going to die in it and uh, or a certain, per- certain person was going to die or whatever. And it didn't turn out that way. But I thought the twists and turns that Snyder put into the plot, fantastic. And he set up he's ch- like the whole Bat family, the dynamic between Bruce and, and like Tim yep. and Jason and Barbara and all that has yeah. changed. Oh. Um, and it's it's really good. I'm not going to say I'm not going to spoil it. Go and read a copy yourself. Go and pick it up from one of your good uh, comic retailers, and enjoy it. Or even if you, if you're getting digital comics, make sure you go along to Comicology and buy a copy or whatever. Um, but you're going to love it. Like check it on out. Batman 17. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, sweet. You wouldn't stab a, a pencil in his eye for what he's done. No, I <laughs> thought he did. Like, and it's the same thing. I read Amazing Spider-Man 700 when it came out, and I, you know, I was like, it was a good story. It was. It, I thought it was all right, and um, I don't know why people carry on the way they do, especially death threats and all that to Dan Slot. I thought that was just silly at the time. Yeah, but once oh. again, there's probably trolls, internet trolls. That's it, and um, it's the the big ones that are just that little bit over the top. Yeah, yep. Um, also read Batman and Robin this week. Seventeen it was good. It was a little bit of a it kind of a, a flow out of of um, the final issue of, of Death of the Family in Batman Seventeen. It was a bit of a it was a good heartwarming little story. I thought. Um, a lot of people are kind of they're not a fan of Damien 
um, as Robin. Well, you're not either, but are you? I wasn't. He's growing on me. Yeah. And, and where it started to change was Paul Dini's um, Batman Streets of Gotham series. Yep, yep. Uh, that Paul was Dini. a really good one, that How one. How good is that series? You've read all the trades of yes. it, haven't you? Now, it, it was. It was a great They're really good, And that really makes him a bit more of a... Better car- even though he's not the nicest character he's a in that twat. thing, he's like a little yeah. asshole. But if oh, which one was it? The one where they first introduced him into it. Ah, oh, my brain's going tonight. Batman's yeah. son. Yes, the Grant Mor- That was a Grant Morrison. Yeah, story, it was yeah. really good then. But yeah, you really didn't like him in it, and that was the point: was you weren't meant to like this kid because he'd been you know grown up with assassins and yeah. everything else. He's, uh, he's Raz Al Ghul's um, uh, grandson, and that's you know, it. And it's like his the- mother's Talia Al Ghul. He's a twisted little freak, but. <laughs> But now he's becoming into the Bat family, and he, you look at it, he is learning. He doesn't kill everyone every he turns no, up. No, and he's actually in the last, uh, last handful of issues of, of Batman and Robin. Peter J. Tomasi, awesome, uh, awesome uh, writer. And uh, Pat Gleason, I think, on artwork, but uh, on, on a lot of it. Damien has, is starting to get this real respect and admiration mm. for his father, for Bruce, and he's, he's wanting to live up. Like, there's this bit in the, in, in the issue 17 this week where yeah, yeah. they get back to the cave and they're stripping off out of the gear and Alfred's there. Anyway, he picks up one of his boots and puts it beside his father. And it's, it's the thing that a lot of little kids do. Yeah, like, they're yeah. emulating their father. And he's just looking at, you know, kind of like, one day that'll be me. Yeah. Bat boots kind of thing. And it's just little moments yeah, like that. There's another one in... Um I can't remember which one it was. It was when Batman, like Bruce, disappeared for a while, and everyone uh, kind during of stepped RIP, up. Yeah. yeah, when they had the bat signal running for like nights, just to, like as a pretty much a warning to everyone else, but also for hope yep. out there, it blows up because it runs too hot. And all, they're like, you know, what do we do? And you see Damien come out between them. Like, no one knew he was there. And he's just like, you know, you turn it back on, you get a new one. And you're like, see, he's, he's got that respect for his dad. For his father, like, yeah. He's like missing him. And you're like, uh, it can't be that bad. Yep. No, it's a, it's, it was a good series. It is a good series. Um, Paul Long, check it out. First two graphic novels, I think, for Batman and Robin are out. What also hit this week, if you are, I'm sorry to be very Bat-centric, but I'm going to do it. Um, this Did you week, hate Batman so much? Batman Night of the Owls, which is essentially Batman Volume 2, came out. It's hit the shelves, the hardcover. Has sold like hotcakes um, we've sold a bunch of copies already this week which was really really good what else did I read oh um, Empowered Volume 1 I, I touched back with a series I don't know if you ever read that Adam Warren no, no. It's East Meets West kind of a manga style but superhero and it's, it's really good Empowered it's black and white from the, Dark Horse Comics the one that whether in like a neighbourhood sort of one or? no 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 this no? girl she has a um, it's, it's TNA it's cheesecake really mm-hmm. um, this girl her costume is this m- like a membrane okay and it gives her strength and all this kind of thing but it rips so easy and every time it rips she loses more power and usually most of the stories end up with her in, like bound and gagged at the mercy and, and everyone gives a crap about being such a piss poor superheroine <laughs> yep because they're Almost like, the Daphne of... Kind of, they're like, <laughs> what is your point? Like, every time we see you, you're, you're lo- losing the fight and you're wrapped up, you know, head to toe in, in chains with a gag in your mouth. She ends up hooking up with a uh, thug... They nickname him Thug Boy. So he's a thug for hire who falls in love with her and he, they hook up together. And their friend is a former... Um, or she's meant to be a villain, but she's trying to do good. Ninjet. So she's a confused ninja kind of thing. It's really quite a, a, an awesome... There's about six, six volumes of it all up, I think, at the moment. Empowered by Adam Warren through Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, check, check it out. It's quite good. So uh, you read anything lately, Nick? Oh, go, just going through the volumes of, like, uh, Walking Dead. Really yeah, you're catching up with Walking Dead. Yep, yes, yep. They're, oh, they're so good. I've, embarrassing to say, I've only just watched first season of the TV series. Have you? I had to borrow you're, that off of a friend. You're way behind. Cause, um, oh, I'm way behind. <laughs> the mid-season break ended this week. We yep, had, uh, had the new episode, and I'll be a little bit honest, I was a bit, I was a bit cold, left cold by it. It wasn't as good as I thought it was. It was a bit lacklustre. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm just waiting to see where they go. I'll tune in next week and watch another episode. But yeah, and that one good thing with the TV series too, it's different from the books. It's very, well, you keep going, brother. Wait till you get up to uh, oh, season yeah. three. Well, it's that, very different. It's not bad different either. Like, oh, mm. like, oh right. <laughs> first season wasn't anyway. First season was good. First season. You know, good. I'm sitting there like I know half these characters. I'm like, who's this character? But you, you're not knowing where it's heading. There's some similar stuff. Yep. But at least it's kind of keeping you on your toes. You're also reading Grim Fairy Tales by yes. from Xenoscope. Now, what's that like? They're really good, those ones, especially if you, like, you know a lot of the old sort of fairy tales and those sort of stories. It was really good until it starts getting to the last few volumes, which is it's still good, but it moves away from those fairy tales. It still has the characters, and they're all now in their own sort of a story together. Oh, uh, okay, yep. And yep. some parts of it get hard to follow if you're not read other volumes, things like the Wonderland series and things like those. They have little references back and forward. Cool. But it's... Still beautiful artwork, brilliant stories. Like that, especially those first few volumes were really good. I know it's a, it's a top seller. It sells very well. I've gone back to print on volume one and two a couple of times now. Yeah. Xenoscope. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Grim Fairy Tales at your local comic retailer. Ginge, guess what hit the shelves this week? No idea, mate. Ghostbusters number one. Oh, really? The new uh, Ghostbusters series Ooh. where it brings in that new team. Yeah, of and it's kind of a, uh, a mix it is. Of it's uh, one of them is the chick out of the uh, Extreme Ghostbusters cartoon it, series. What's her name? It started with E, didn't it? Nice. Or something. Uh, I, can't I can't remember. But well, yeah, it was she's... like Egon's character. Yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah. Janine is got a proton pack on, I think, in this yep. in this yep. group as well. The guy who uh, they, I reckon they based him on Chevy Chase because he looks very much like Chevy Chase, his yeah. character. And he's a bit of a sleaze bucket who kicked off a rival Ghostbusting group, but he's got uh-huh. really crappy equipment. And so he's he's part of the team. Like, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's number one hit the shelves this week. Yours is in your box to pick up, big fella. That'll be your weekend reading. Yeah, it? well, well, uh, yeah, I can I can start reading it because it won't mean that I'll have to go back and read the twenty previous issues. <laughs> you should catch up, yes. Well, you, you're the one whip, uh, you know, whipping and chaining me to me, buddy. Get you to get geeks. I've chained him to his desk. He's got. We got the TV. Can I mention I haven't seen Avengers? Hey, no, you don't worry, because of this. I haven't seen word. Avengers either, so you're not alone at this oh, table. you're too pathetic. Actually, no, I lie. I've seen, you know, the end of Avengers about 20,000 times. <sighs> I'm, not getting, I'm not going there. Anyway, um, you, sir, we, we've only... Folks, if, keep, keep your eyes tuned. Uh, hitting the airwaves towards the end of March will be Geek Speak Live, the, our new television series. Eight episodes, action-packed. Well, you're in one of the episodes. I'm in you, one of you, them. You guessed. Yes. Um, your tall self. You, you scared me because you had a prop, <laughs> awesome prop with you. Uh, end of March, so you better check that because a few people have been asking about it. What, what's going on with, with uh, Geek Speak Live? That's that's when that hits. Um, regular Geek Speak every single week, but this week you put up a special episode. It was a um, I our did interview indeed. with Mr. Brad Scott from Naked Zombie Radio. That's right. We were in the man cave. People are loving the man cave. The set, man cave so looks pretty damn awesome. We uh, we hoped later in the year we're going to do a, another series of Geek Speak Live, the TV side of things, and we're going to be playing up that man cave aspect. So. Yep. And we've got a few people we're in talks with to interview, um, so they'll be fantastic. Stuff. Interviewing people nice. in the man cave. In the man cave. Gotta love a good man cave. Oh, yeah, it sounds dirty. <laughs> that didn't sound it. really good when I said no, that. You no, you sound dirty. <laughs> Nicky, do you get much time to play games, video games? Uh, not a lot usually, but I will say I finally got to start playing like the Batman Arkham City Arkham Asylum yep, ones, yep. which they were really good. And another one that I've got to play through, and it's... Yeah, I kind of play it to wind down after I get home at work at, you know, 12.30 at night sort of thing, is the Bioshock 2. Any good? It is, because I love that sort of, like, the look of it and the feel, where it's that old 1920s, 30s sort of thing, where it's underwater city, and it's just brand new. You're 
the machinery and everything else. I just love it. <laughs> now, well, the reason I ask about game because Ginger, you don't, you obviously don't get time to play games, and I don't really either. But um, coming out very, very soon, a lot of my my customers and mates have put in pre-orders for it already. Is Injustice Gods Amongst Us? That mm. one looks really good. Which is essentially Mortal Kombat with the super uh, superheroes. That's right. Uh, the DC superheroes. Now, have you seen some of the gameplay that was released early this week? We put a link up on the the Geekspeak page. Costuming looks good. The, uh, for the a, character a, designs, a, oh, it, it looks does. wicked. Batman is kind of based on the the, the a little bit like the fifty two, but he's a bit more armored. The the, yeah. the, the mask looks very much like uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, it does it? Yeah, it's all got it's, like little rivety bits and things it's too. Got, but it, but the the mouthpiece is so enclosed in that it's like a Christian Bale type. Yeah, yeah and yep. I'm like. Well, they had mm. the comic series that started for it as well. Complete sellout. Written by Tom Taylor, a great Aussie guy. Yeah. Um, creator of The Deep, a great Aussie comic series. So check that out. We'll be talking about that in a couple of weeks. We've got more copies winging their way to us. Um, but what I, getting back to Injustice Gods Amongst Us, that game tr- the gameplay that they released this week, did you watch the Wonder Woman versus Harley Quinn one mm-hmm. in Arkham Asylum? Ooh. So there's this thing, like you start fighting, you can fight either as Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn, they're duking it out, and Wonder Woman smacks her and she goes back through a set of doors. When the set of doors opens, she goes into a room where all the other bat rogues are. Oh, no. Wow. And, they're all, and what it is, is essentially gameplay stops, Wonder Woman's not there, but what it is, all the other rogues beat the shit out of Harley Quinn, give her a knock around, and kick her back through the doors. Oh, oh nice. Back out to fight... Um, Wonder Woman again. I, I, I saw an, uh, an argument on YouTube the other day about who would win between Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn, and I'm like, well, is there even a choice there? Well, in the tra- in the gameplay, tra- like the uh, the grab that they give you, yeah, um, yeah, Wonder Woman wins, yeah. and same Batman and Bane. Um, Batman wins, but there's a good, there's a cool bit there, like a, a, a move where he shoots his grappling gun, which kind of shoots Bane up, and he and Batman goes, get back here, or something like, get down here. And he <laughs> Come yanks, here. Him, yanks him to the ground. Does he think he's Buddy Scorpion? <laughs> yeah, yanks him to the ground, um, and, and Bane, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm going, oh, this is cool, this is cool, but Bane hasn't done you know, what he's famous for, Yep. and next minute, the, you must, there must be a, like a combo you hit, Bane grabs him and does the... The knee broke, breaking the back. Oh, and I'm sitting there going, that is cool, I yeah. want to see that. So um, they're the two bits I saw. Apparently Aquaman, you will be able to play as Aquaman, and Aquaman looks pretty kick It's up. also interactive through the environment as well. Like, like you can get the Batmobile in the Batcave to shoot missiles and other stuff too. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, there's one bit where he hits in that game trailer or gameplay, um, he hits this thing and the Batmobile comes flying through and hits Bane, like runs Bane over cool. something flying. Oh, and, hit, nice. and the Batmobile looks a little bit Burton-esque. Oh! Ooh, put it out there. Oh. What I saw, it looked pretty Burton-esque. Hello. So that is, um, that's it. game fans, you'll be able to start getting into that. I think it's in March sometime uh, pre-orders are, like I know a lot of people are getting there's a wicked statue if you pre-order and, and buy the, like, the deluxe edition there's this wicked statue Ooh, that comes nice. with it so a lot of people snapping that up well uh, before we get too far away from TV have to remember that uh, Comic Book Men comes out oh, well it will, it will have already been out by the time this hits the tube yeah and now a quick thing about that Kevin Smith and Brian Johnson were talking on a podcast a week ago I think it was mm-hmm. um, and like they they copped a lot of criticism for season two the early part of season two there were, a lot of people felt it was very set up yep well, once again Kevin Smith must be a lot like us because they took the criticism on board and made some changes um, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan nearly walked away yep. from the show because they didn't get along with his producer who was trying to make everything scripted and set up. Which didn't have the doesn't free work with it them. It doesn't with them kind of guys. No. So what they've done, because they actually took a break, they took a proper mid-season break. Yep, yep. Um, so they came back and what they've done is they've got the producer back from series one 
season one to um, to produce the second half of season two. Yeah, part part two, season that's two. That's what's kept Brian Johnson and, and Walt Flanagan and all that on board because yep. they said now it's fun to do it again. So and That's sort of a show. You need it to be fun. Otherwise, it just doesn't come back yeah, out of the right. show. Like I, I said a while ago, I said it's, it's feeling... Scripted, it's yeah, yeah, and yeah, all all of us kind of turned around and went, we love it, you know, we love the guys. It's it's just feeling too set up. It's it's good, but it's not as good as season one. Yeah, you're almost waiting for like canned laughter and a little. Yeah, some of it was just so you like that is so set up. I wanted to see people walking in with some kick-ass things, and you didn't see that. They did that zombie run thing, which I thought was just a waste of an episode. It, It felt like we need to find things that are going on to do. Yeah. It wasn't just, this is what we do. But anyway, there you go. So it's, yeah. it's yeah. back at you. But I'll start watching it. Sadly, it doesn't air um, the same night as Walking Dead. It's about uh, five days I later, believe it's days a later. Thursday night in America now. Something like it's about four days after The Walking Dead. It's, it's changed time slots around everything else. But uh, Comic Book Men's Series 2, Part 2, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's airing this week. Well, you'll have it. You should have been watching it by now. We'll talk about it on next week's podcast. And, um, yeah, so check that on out. That is really, really cool. What else you got? Anything else from you two? We're getting close to the tail end of the podcast, haven't we? Yeah. Oh. And so I remember the the, uh, Looney Tunes song. They used to sing the song at the end of it. Now it's time to go, or whatever it used to go. I'm not... Go and look it up on YouTube. Really? really? I thought you were going to start singing a bit of... um, uh, Young Talent Time. Ooh. God, no. (laughs) Say goodbye. Oh, no, no, I don't go there. You. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh. I don't know. Remember. You know, we've probably just buggered the lyrics up to that. <laughs> we, we might get sued because we sang more than, than two seconds Jokes. worth of... Yeah, we'll have to pay royalties. <laughs> Sorry, iTunes. No, it's all right. You stuffed up the lyrics. Oh, no. so you're all you know right. what I was going to talk about this week? I'll talk about it next week instead. We will next week talk about uh, Geek Love again. There's another season. We found, we found the next se- season. They're not long. Night. They're like um, 15, not even 15 minutes. A lot of them are 14 minutes long or something, uh, the episodes. Yeah. I watched seven in a row today. It shows how hard I was working. <laughs> seven in a row out. today. And, and um, they, 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 they must have a new producer on it too because it... It's a different. It's starting to feel a little bit scripted, actually. Yeah. It's not as good as the first season or two. Um, but yeah, I'll talk more about it next week. We'll do a bit of a review on it, and we might pop a link up through the week so people we can get some feedback from fans. Talk about that. How's that sound? Sound like a plan? Just before we leave, yes. we have to re- uh, say that we saw in the uh, interwebs this week. Captain Kirk, Chuck the shits, and yeah. JJ Abrams. Ooh. Um. You've read more about it than I have. Well, he pretty pretty much just said you can't have your fucking finger in two pots at the same time. William Shatner came in and had a crack at J.J. Abrams because he's going to be directing... uh, The new Star Wars. New Star Wars, Star Wars Episode 7. He pretty much came in and gone, what the fuck, man? He called him like a fucking dog or something. But mind you, I think he's, he's... been pissed off because he, he wasn't. Cameo, cameo. He didn't get the cameo in the in the first Star Trek, which Leonard Nimoy, Spock Leonard did. Nimoy did. <laughs> yeah. I think he got really pissed off at that. Mm. But but mind you, he he has had run-ins with people on Twitter and that before. Apparently, in 2011, he had this really long argument and and abuse towards Carrie Fisher. Oh wow! And I'm like, well, can't it's William Shatner? Who cares? Like, he was. I mean, I thought I thought he was cool, and then I really? heard this. I've never been a Shatner well, fan. Well, I mean, I've never, I've never watched him. In, the, the only thing I've ever watched him in is that show, uh, William Shatner's Weird or What. Yeah. And um, but yeah. he was all right in mm. um, the lawyer one. Oh, Boston, Boston, Boston Legal. Legal. Actually, yeah. I didn't mind him in Boston Legal. Yeah. Denny Crane. Denny Crane I mean, played Denny Crane. Um, there you go. Fantastic. Thanks for that little bit of news there, Ginge and William Shatner. Lay off JJ Abrams. Yeah, I the, like his movie. What the hell, man? Put your head in. What have you done lately, Shatner? 
Infomercials in Japan. Infomer- yeah, pretty much. That's about it. And, um, and gotten up Carrie Fisher. Fuck you, man. Uh, That's a princess. Before we do head off, uh, massive thank you to everyone who has joined our Facebook page. We're yes. at 900 likes now. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> it's great to have that support. Uh, Girly Geek Speak has gone up as well. Yep. And we're getting more people following us on Twitter. Thank you to all those Twitter people. We're trying to keep you some great updates throughout the week. And uh, I've got no idea how to run Twitter. I've got no You've no Twitter your brains out. No, Steve does a lot of the Twitter for us, and Ginge does the odd bit as well. But Steve is our, our new uh, Geekspeak host. He's good with all that kind of thing. So good on you, Steve. And ladies and gents, uh, most of those Twitter things are cool stuff that Steve finds and puts up. So, And if um, you're listening to this, go to youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia and hit subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, so that way you don't miss out on the video. That's right, because what happens is as soon as the video gets uploaded on a Thursday night, yep. it sends you an email just like, and then Monday morning when you're in bed Friday looking morning. at the news. Friday sorry, morning. Friday morning. <laughs> flicking through the news. don't wake up until Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you, like, you'll, you'll, you'll have the email that says, hey, Geekspeak, we've got a new video. You can watch it straight away. Straight there. So that way you're not having to hunt around for it. Okay? That's it. Having to hunt around. That just kind of... And, 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 to, and to be honest, when have we ever done a really bad episode of Geekspeak? Yeah, I'm not going to make a comment on that. This year. No, anyway, there you go. Make sure you head along and hit subscribe. Ginger, where do people go to check us out? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. Twitter. At Geekspeak AU. Yep. Uh, what else have we got? YouTube again. Yeah, I said that. Did you? Do it you again. YouTube.com forward slash Geek Speak Australia. God, You're just Mr. not paying attention. No, Mr. High Mighty over here. I asked him to do it again. He didn't do it. Who's the host of this show? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a good job over there. Look at him. He's sick. He licked your mic, you know. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. on thank tonight. you for having me. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. That's well, always fun. Again. It's just great to chat because you're such a nice bloke. Oh, it's a lie. Ladies, he's no. uh, he's not single anymore, by the way. And and we wish Danny, your lovely girl, uh, yes. she's a bit crook tonight. So she Danny, is, unfortunately. Sorry we dragged him away from you tonight to, to be here. And, yes, and, you with horrible, us. horrible. Mention the shirt. He's got a cool Batman. Yes, I got my shirt awesome on. Joker That's shirt on. This is ha 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 But yeah, best of best which of luck. I think I'm actually wearing. Are <laughs> you wear on that episode? Another episode. Um, best of luck to Danny, though, mate. Uh, tell her we the yes, whole be heading there crew, straight after this. We we all wish her well. To, uh, she's a bit crook at the moment. There's nothing worse than that, eh, Ginge? Not good. I'm not sick. I'm just sick in the head. Um, and also, a very quick special shout out, Dean Ashton, one of our diehard listeners. Dean, yes, sir. Dean, you're a legend, mate, and he is putting aside some chili chocolate for me. Ooh. He knows I'm a chili fan. So Dean messaged me today and he said I'm putting some chili chocolate aside for you. So Good you're a legend. Mate. Special shout out to our friend Dean Ashton. There you go. Did you got anything before we go? No, all, all I can hear in the, in the back of my head is I'll uh, ring a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge I was, accepted. I was, I was going to sing it, but I thought... Special thank you, Nick Scottney, for joining us tonight. Once again, Jim, thank you for your help. Cops and on pots and pans. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. See you next week, Australia. Woo! was brought to you by the Big Top Network.